This is Ashley, and this is School in Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. It is hard to believe that 2021 is almost over. I swear I remember February of this year and feeling like the whole year was in front of me and I had so much opportunity and I was so excited about all the things I was going to do. And honestly, I did a lot of those things. And so this is a positive moment of reflection, but it feels like it was like three weeks ago, not 11 months ago or 10 or 11 months ago. It's just really hard to believe it's the end of the year. But one of the things that I want to share with you and, and one of the things that I hope really resonates with you as you close out the year is that the things that you want for your life and your career are still available to you. Those things are still available to you. They are still on your horizon and it's only an action step away from you to really live the life and career that you desire at this point in your life and in your career. And so I just really invite you to not give up hope, to not, to avoid despair, right? I think that when we experience exhaustion or we feel like we're doing everything we can and nothing's working, we start to despair and then we start to get desperate. And I, yeah, I just really want to invite folks to not get desperate. I really want to invite folks to reach out and ask for help where they need it. I want you to take some perspective taking. I was just talking to my little sister earlier today about something. And it's always just so good to talk to someone else and get some perspective. And it can be hard. It can be really hard to figure it out on your own and, 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 you're the only voice in your head. And so perspective really helps us have other voices in our head and just making sure that we're not sort of going at it alone and not having any perspective on what's available to us or what's ahead for us in our life and career. And this is no more true than in career. I think there's so much well, I can't do this because of this. And I can't do this because of this. And there's just so much of that when it comes to career, there's all these, what people feel like are, are rules that exist in their careers. And those aren't rules. Those are not, they're, they're made up. They're things that they've told themselves. And even when they aren't true, you hold on to these strongly held beliefs that aren't true, but that are limiting your ability to advance in the ways that you desire. And I, I really just encourage you to release those not get hung up on, yeah, just not to get hung up on like your own thinking. And that isn't to say that you don't have perspective and you don't have knowledge that's informing your decisions. But I just find that often we will limit ourselves much more than we perhaps should. And I, I just really want to invite some freedom into your decision-making. And as you close out the year, if you know that your decision-making would really benefit from expert level support, I invite you to apply to work with me. I'm accepting new mentees into my Mentor Me Accelerator and my Mentor Me Mastermind. And I'm really excited to be able to serve you as a mentor through these programs as well. You can apply right on my website at mentor-me.org. I look forward to working with you. This week in our mentor, excuse me, in I Digress, I'm excited to talk about buoyancy. Buoyancy, the ability to sort of bounce back or rebound or stay afloat, even when, you know, the waves are crashing around you and the tide is high and the current is strong, right? Your ability to rebound, your ability to stay afloat, your ability to like be above the water. This is a concept. I mean, I guess I'd heard of the word buoyancy before this person brought it up, but the as it relates to life and career, I think the first person that I heard talk about it is my coach, my business coach, actually. She talks about buoyancy and the importance of it 
to build a successful business, right? So she's a business coach. And so she talks about it from the perspective of business. Her name's Jerisha Hawk. And she just talks about the importance of like not letting things overwhelm you to the point that you're incapacitated, can't make decisions, can't move forward. You get stuck in one place because you're not buoyant. You're right. You can't move on. You can't advance. You can't float, if you will. And that the skill of buoyancy, and I do think it's a skill, just like swimming or in this case, floating, buoyancy is a skill you have to or it's like a muscle like you kind of have to build it you kind of have to refine it you gotta make it happen for you I guess and yeah I really believe in buoyancy I believe in just not letting things overwhelm you like one of my my phrases is like I reject overwhelm and instead invite peace joy and ease into my life and man like that's what buoyancy is. Like you have to reject the overwhelm. You have to reject the, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Like you have to reject that because it will consume you. And once it consumes you, it will eat you alive. And so this was really true for me last month in November. And in this week's I Digress, I'm going to talk a little bit about my business. I'm going to talk a little bit about this from a business perspective, but then I will sort of like tie it together as it relates to career as well. Uh, so thanks for giving me this, the space to like tie these two things together. But my business for like in November, my business shifted. I increased my pricing, increased the level of investment to work with me. And I saw a pretty significant decline in new mentees. And I felt like a little disoriented. I'm really proud to to run um, a really successful professional development business for women. And it's something that gives me great joy and, and drives really amazing results for my mentees. And yeah, it was disturbing. It was disorienting to, to not see that result in revenue in my business in November. And I was on an upswing prior to that and it was doing really well. And so And that coupled with the fact that in November, I took a week off. I've literally never taken a week off in my business ever, but I took a week off and actually went to Florida. I went to Disney World with my then boyfriend to celebrate um, his birthday. And in the process of that trip, we got engaged. He asked me to marry him and I said, yes. And we got engaged and I was like spiraling. I was like, oh my goodness, like I took a week off and I'm not being able to onboard as many new mentees and my revenue is down. And like, what's going on? Like, what did I do wrong? I'm never going to be able to take a week off again. I don't know about this whole engagement and married thing. Like it's messing up my business. Maybe it's not going to work for me. Like I was legit spiraling. Like I legit was like freaking out and just trying to figure out what did I do differently? What did I do right? Why is this falling apart? Just really, just really spiraling and asking all the questions. And I was kind of doing it in my head. And one of the things that I really love about my partner is that he's great at getting me out of my head, asking me questions that help me like think through things in a more like verbal way rather than just kind of being in my head spiraling. And so he was like, yeah, what's wrong? And I'm like, yeah, my business is just November has been a rough month and I just don't know what's going on. And he said, well, didn't you raise your prices in November? Right. Like, didn't you increase the level of investment? People had to commit to work with you and things like that. And I was like, oh, like, it like literally clicked. And this is a, another thing that I've, I've learned from my coach is that like at every new level in your life and in your career, and for in this case, the example I'm talking about business, you knew, you get new objections, right? So if you 
get a raise in promotion at work. You're grateful to be out of the coordinator or assistant director role, but now that you're in the director or managing manager role, you're going to experience new conflicts, new challenges, new decisions. Like it's the whole adage, like more money, more problems. Like it is a whole thing. And yeah, I don't know. It, it is disorienting because it's like, what is going on? But when I looked at the data, when I looked at my circumstance, when I looked at really what was going on, of course, November was saw a dip in revenue because I did increase the level of investment to work with me, which meant that I saw some new objections from prospective mentees, which meant I really needed to, you know, even do a better job of speaking to the value of my work. I have like tens of testimonials talking about the impact of the work that I do with women. And I know that the level of investment to work with me is, gives great value, right? And tremendous return on investment. But I had to talk more about that. I need to talk more about that return on investment. I need to talk more about the level of financial commitment that professional women need to have to be able to get expert level help. I need to talk about what it means to access me as a mentor. Like I know I'm the best at what I do, but how do I convey that, right? To other women who want to work with me? How do I make sure of that so that I can serve them well and invite them to commit and in investing in themselves through executive um, coaching and mentorship? And so like I had to recognize that because the level of investment increased to work with me, I had to increase my ability to speak to the value of my expertise and the value of my work and the value of my programs. I mean, it's not that I didn't do that in November. It's just that I had to do it to a higher level. I have to do it to the higher level of it. And so it meant that I didn't have to break off my engagement. (laughs) I didn't have to like spiral and close down my business. I just needed to like speak to the value of my work at a higher level because the investment is a higher level. And that unlocked so much for me because I was literally like, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh. And what's wild is the revenue that I brought in November. I, I remember the exact month that for the first time I brought in that much revenue and feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. This is so amazing. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of my business. I'm so excited about the women I get to serve and being like floored that I could earn that much money in my business. And now that is my floor. And that number worries me. And that number has me being like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What's wrong? What's broken? And so I don't know, it's just so much perspective and it's all about buoyancy. If I would have let the thoughts overwhelm me, if I would have gotten so frustrated that I couldn't like see past it, if I wouldn't have listened and taken perspective from my partner, like if I would have done none of that, like I literally would have spiraled out into who knows what. And so I just encourage you to leverage data to make informed decisions, like really look at the data, look at the numbers, like look at what's really going on get out of your feelings and look at facts. It doesn't mean you can't feel, but don't let your feelings consume you to the point that you can't be buoyant, that you can't rebound, that you can't bounce back. Don't fall apart when things get hard. Like you can complain, you can vent, you can raise hell even if you want to, but don't fall apart. Like don't break into a million pieces and take some perspective. Like look at the big picture. And I hate when people tell me to look at the big picture because I'm already a big picture thinker. I already looked at that, you know what I'm saying? But like really look at the big picture and just think about buoyancy. Every month, every task at work, everything is not going to be always great or every job you apply to, you aren't going to get it. You're going to bomb an interview, but one interview one job offer, 10 years of loyalty at one place doesn't have to be the end of you. It's not all end all be all, right? Buoyancy matters and your ability to rebound, your ability to float, your ability to ride the wave and not get consumed 
by things, whatever it is, is a critical strategy for advancing in life. And in my case, and for today's story in business and in your career, I digress, but let me know if that was helpful for you. I really just, it's a skill I've had to continuously learn. And I'm excited to to share with you what I've learned about it and some critical stories about it as well. And last but not least is TVT. And this week I wanted to talk character self-sabotage. I don't know about you all, but like nothing drives me crazier, crazy than like rooting for a character and watching them constantly self-sabotage. Like it's so painful. I'm like, girl, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Like shout out to Tyra Banks. Like it's just so painful to see. It's hard to watch. And it's like, I know that's the point of TV. Like you can't, in the character, the main character can't win. They need to rebound. They need to, they need to have drama. Otherwise, why would you watch? Right. But like, I don't know, like, I love dramas. I love medical dramas in particular. And there is no more self-sabotage than in a medical drama. They all are always like doing the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing, kissing the wrong person. (laughs) It is just a lot of self-sabotage. And I wonder if it's art imitating life or if it's life imitating art. So that's my question in TVT this week. Do you see a lot of people just like in everyday life self-sabotaging or is that just like, that's not a common thing, but people, it makes for good TV. I'm interested to know, like, do you think that there's a lot of self-sabotage in life? Like everyday life, you see your cousin, your grandma, like every other people in your life, just like sabotaging themselves, setting themselves up for failure, doing the wrong thing constantly. Or is that like something that happens in TV and is just for the drama and for the giggles, right? Let me know. I'm interested. Like I'm, I'm trying to reflect on, I feel like mostly people in my life are making good decisions. They're doing the best they can. They're like doing the work. They're not like making poor decisions and setting themselves up for failure. That's kind of what I think. But I'm interested to know what's going on in your neck of the woods. with people. Are they falling prey to constant self-sabotage or if that's just something in the movies? That wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so proud of this community. And I want to share with you that we are about... 6,000 downloads away from 100,000 downloads for the life of the show. I, it is unreal. I cannot believe that we're so close to this major milestone. And I want to invite you to do me a favor. Please share School on Life with a friend, with a family member, with your coworker. This is one you, you can share with them. You don't have to worry about their perspective and what they think, right? Like you don't have to worry about like bad language or, you know, anything like that. You can share it with them. Like this is something to share with your cousin, to share in the group chat, to share with your sister friends, like share this podcast. We are so close, 6,000 downloads away. And I'd love to hit it by the end of the year. Ambitious goal, but a goal that I'm excited to try to advance on. And I'd love to just have you there and, and celebrate with you. So please share School and Life with a friend. Thank you so much for listening and help us get to the 100,000, not dollars, that'd be nice, but 100,000 downloads just as a milestone, right? For this amazing podcast and this amazing community. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.